My name is Kay Adams. I am here under duress. I do not want to be doing this podcast. I am clinging on to my 50s like a dog poo on the sole <laughs> of your shoe. But I've only got nine months left of being five something. Um, so I have enlisted the help of my not really very dear, but certainly very old friend, Karen McKenzie, to explore how to be 60. And I'm wondering how to be 60. It's scaring the shit out of me. How are you, Karen? I am very well indeed. Good. Someone who's embraced being 60. Yes, you have. You have. Don't be so bloody smug. Um, can I ask you a question before we get cracking? Well, actually, no. Can I kick in first? Oh, cool. Cool. This getting here for this time of day was quite tight. Oh, is it? Is, yeah, it's, it's sort oh, of... Oh, clashed hum- with the dog walk. It did. It kind of oh. pushed my dog walk back to a quick hour around a different park. <gasps> then I had to drop the dog off at my daughter's. I was in a flap. I forgot my bottle of water. Stop it, stop it, stop it. You're annoying me already. You're annoying me already. Why would that get you in a flap? That, well, that... because I was going to be late for here. So I, I would like mm-hmm. to just put it out there. Can can you Are you able to compromise and do it just slightly later next week? <laughs> How how old are you again? Remind me. I'm 62. I'll be 63 this year in December. So there's just mm, three years between us. Exactly. Three years. Yeah. yeah. Because, of course, I came to your 60th birthday party, which was very quaint, I, I would say. Quaint? Quaint. quaint. Well, what, did you have it in a scout hut or something? Was it something like that? Scout hut. I'll have you know there were 100 people there and I couldn't actually get any more in the door. Um <laughs> Yeah, it was in a tennis club, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have been a bowling club. <laughs> I you might be right. They're both, I think. But yeah, yeah, it was actually. It was a joint, it was a 90th. <laughs> That's not me. It was a joint 60th and 30th with my daughter, Lisa. Apart from having a party, and this is the reason I want to talk about this is because actually it's my partner, Ian, was 60 this week. Da, da, um, da. Yeah, and he is a party boy. He had a party. Did he? he and did you hang around in the corner, Keith? Um, no, I had to. I had to join in. I just blanked out the fact that it was a sixtieth. I mean, I didn't give him a card with sixty on it. We didn't have any sixty that's, balloons. No, that's fair enough. We that's didn't fair have enough to any reference to to the sixty thing. And now, um, was that your choice or his choice? Um, I don't care what he chooses. No, uh, yeah, um, but was that your? Because yes, it not was that my we're choice. talking about the controlling element of you, but did you actually <laughs> decide that there was not going to be balloons? Um, well, no, I don't think he was that bothered uh, either. He's got a completely different attitude to um, to age than I have. I mean, he is Peter Pan. He, I mean, he, he often says young. to the kids and to me, "I'm immortal." You know, I mean... What a great attitude. No, 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 because it really, when he says it, it gives me the absolute fear, apart from anything else, because I'm I'm, I'm like, touch wood, don't tempt bait, oh my God, don't say that, don't say that. But he just, you know, he just doesn't feel... You are so very different. We we are very different. And he wanted... you're quite hard work to live with. No, I don't think so. I mean, no, I went with it. But I mean, he wanted to have the party. He wanted to have his friends around. I mean, I suppose like you, actually. yeah. That's normal. That's natural. Do you think? I think so. Oh, I... I, I Have you ever had a party? Well, funnily enough, Ian did arrange a 50th birthday party for me. And it was a surprise. And I 
hated it. Oh, no. I absolutely hated it. And, of course, with kids, they always tell you. I mean, it was supposed to be a surprise, but they always tell you. And I kind of knew he was going to do it. And I had been working in London, and so I knew I was going to come home and, you know, it was going to be like every sitcom. Surprise! I was going to open the door um, and, the you know, Ian and the kids would go, hi, hi. And then you would open, like, the door at the living room and it would be, bah! And and I knew it was going to happen, and I was really struggling to arrange my face because I thought I've got to look happy here. This is a really lovely thing that they've done for me, and I've got to be grateful. And so I really, I, honestly, I had to position my face to smile. And I went, oh, and of course the door opens, balloons, ah, and I thought, shit. Just exactly as you imagined. Exactly as I imagined. So why do you think that is? It's not an age thing. Would it be a party of any sort? No, no, no I, I love parties, but I just oh, so is the age. Yeah, no, it's the age thing. So wow. that that was it. So I mean, we had a lovely birthday party for Ian. He really enjoyed it. I took him to Florence as a surprise as well. And was it a surprise? Or had uh, the kids stolen? Yeah, no, no, no. That was a surprise for his sixtieth because oh. he used to live in in Italy. Oh, how um, lovely! So it, it was Aww. really, really nice. Party that's nice. I said to him, "Do not organise a party for my sixtieth on no no circumstances. Do not organise." So he knows that. So in ter- when you were fifty, right, you'd already been living together how long, and he didn't know that you didn't like parties um, or birthday parties. That's a good point. I know. That is a good point. Because we'd been together 20 years at that point. Oh dear. Do you think, do you think it was a passive-aggressive thing that he did? I just think he doesn't listen to you. Oh, my God. I hadn't or, even thought of that. That's funny. Or maybe, was he just hoping that I might change? Who, well, probably. There's probably a lot of things he'd probably want to, <laughs> you to change about you. Oh, you've completely destabilised me now. Oh, Good. That was difficult. But I tell you what, I went, um, so I took him to Florence for a How surprise. lovely. Was that quite romantic, Kate? Well, see, I knew you were going to say that. Oh, and okay. and t- it's supposed to be romantic, isn't it? You go to a city like Florence, it's just the two of you, the kids were at home, um, and then you're watching all these people wandering around, all these young students, because it's full of students, Florence, and, you know, it's all these young kids, they're draped all over each other. I mean, they're only out in public to be able to get some vitamin D so they can go back to their room and start shagging. I mean, you can absolutely... So you just fell in with them? No, no, but I was very conscious of them. And so we're walking along, sort of hand in hand, hand hand. looking like the older couple. And you you could just feel the bloody pheromones in the air, which was starting to make me feel really very uncomfortable. Um, And then we walked along the Arnaud, um, that's the river in Florence, yeah. thank you. Um, and so everyone, it's a beautiful day, everyone leans over the wall, and I saw this young couple. So, you know, they were sitting, you know, on the wall, legs out in front of each other, wound around each other's waist, crotch to crotch. Oh, right. Do you know what I mean? I've got the picture. Have you got the picture? Yeah. Crotch to crotch, legs around each other's back. Have you got that? Yeah, Yeah, you have. And I was just looking at them, and I just started laughing uncontrollably, and Ian says, what is it? I says, what do you think the reaction would be if you did the same? If we got up on that wall <laughs> side by side, <laughs> not side by side, facing each other, they were looking. No, but I meant alongside them. Alongside them, yet yeah, looking deep into each other's eyes, crotch to crotch. <laughs> oh my god! What do I mean? What do you think the reaction would be? Would you? I mean, I think they might take a double take. Or actually, would they? I I have no idea. 
I'm liking the fact that you were hand in hand. Do you hold each other's hands in Glasgow? Uh, yeah, sometimes, but it's just so that we don't trip. I mean, I don't think there's really much else to it. But, I mean, are you into sort of public displays of affection? I don't... I mean, I wouldn't go a full Would you go crotch snog. to crotch on the riverbank? Mm, depends what I was wearing. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> God. <laughs> My tennis skirt. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I know that's gross. Um, Did you ever go crotch to crotch? I think when you're in your late teens, early twenties. I mean, when you're in the no, not 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 in a public place. No, no, and certainly not in Florence or or actually any public place. No, I'm saying. No, but have you ever been? Can you remember a time in your life when you were awash with pheromones that you were only out oh in public? Oh my god! Yeah, I'm sixty-three two now. Just uh-huh. yeah, you know when you get involved in a new relationship. Oh, what is it like? It's amazing, isn't it? So what age were you when you started seeing Stephen? <laughs> I don't know. Seven years ago, eight years ago. Oh, so in your 50s? Uh, yeah, let me just think. Yes, yes, yes. It doesn't take a mathematician to work no, that out, does it? I know. So when you met Stephen, when you were 53, 54, mm-hmm. were you at it like knives? <laughs> Knives. <laughs> they didn't come into the. <laughs> come on, stop evading. You know what I'm saying. No, a little bit more mature then. No. No. But it's nice when you. Oh my God! Surely you can remember. Even you can remember, Kay, what it's like when you are with somebody for the first time, and you're inside the door. The door shut, and you think, ah, no one else here. Yeah, no, no, I can imagine that, you know, in my 20s and 30s, but I can't imagine it when I'm 53, 54. Oh, I think that's really sad. Well, no, it's just because I've not, because I've been in such a long-term relationship, you know. So, I mean, we'd already been together for... God, so how long did it last? What with do you, you mean? With Ian? We're still together. Yeah, I know that. I meant the pheromones. Oh, the, the pheromones. Yeah. How long were you having sex for? Sorry, I mean, this is just getting... Uh... No, no, I mean, keep having sex, but, I mean, that's different yeah. from... No, but that's different from... Yeah, probably. <laughs> no. <laughs> but that's different from lust. I mean, that's different from, oh, my God, let me just finish this meal so I can get home and get at it. You don't have the meal. Yeah, yeah that comes before the meal. It's like a pre-pran deal. <laughs> and then a post-coital. <laughs> but so that's what I'm intrigued by. So when you met Stephen in your early 50s, you did... Christ, I really hope Stephen doesn't listen to you're, this. You're, well, I don't know. He, he might be sort of quite bolstered by it. Did you still have that feeling? I think you always have that feeling at the beginning of a new relationship. Do you? Oh, my God, Regardless Kate. of what age you start that relationship. Yes, absolutely. It's like a new That's beginning. fascinating. Oh, my God, it's gorgeous. It's that that kind of, like, oh, feeling. Really? Yeah. And how long did that last with you? Is it? Are you still like that with Stephen? Week, two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know when it lasts till? Till they move in. Really? Mm-hmm. And then it slightly kind of tails off because you know that they're going to be there all the time. Do you think that's what it is? I think it's that. I always remember this uh, thing that I I read anyway. It was about, you know, for couples who had been together for ages and they were trying to sort of rekindle their sex life. Maybe they'd been together 20, 25 years. And so the advice was, you know, you get all these sex experts. Christ. Mm -hmm. Sex experts. Um, Sex experts, yeah. So this advice that this uh, sex expert gave was that you should um, arrange to meet each other 
at a destination, like a hotel that you've never been to before, and that you both go into the bar and you pretend that you've never met each other, <laughs> and you sort of just do this complete role play. Yes, you know, and like the woman should be wearing like a trench coat with nothing underneath, and uh, Christ knows the guys. I don't know what he would have. <laughs> do you remember they used to sell these little elephant pouches for for men? No. Oh, right. Okay. Maybe that's just me. Anyway, so moving on. Um, you know, but they would both kind of know yes. that they were up for it, right. and you know. Can I buy you a drink? Oh, that would be lovely. Oh, nice chat, chat, chat. And then they knew they were going to go upstairs. Um, and like, right. what's your name and stuff? And I right. thought, who's going to be able to go through with that? Could you? No, it's funny. <laughs> the role play thing doesn't. I, I've never, you know, people will say to you, like, what's your, what's your biggest fantasy? I kind of stop. I just think, I can't, I don't, I don't. Would I have one? I don't know. You've never had one? It, like, to fantasise. Well, what would your fantasy be? Um, oh, God. Um, I've not even had my banana bread yet. <laughs> <laughs> Is it dressing up? Oh, no, no, no. Well, definitely I mean. not dressing no. up. No, dressing not dressing down? N- no. no <laughs> Dungarees? No, 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 no. Nothing to do with, with dressing up. I suppose, um, what would it be? Maybe... Crotch to crotch on the <laughs> so this is what we're getting to. So you saw this these young people on the Tuesday or the Wednesday, and how long did it take you and Ian to be crotch to crotch? Um, oh, I don't think that's happened yet. No, I know it's terrible, isn't it? No, I think Florence can. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's still available for people out there. Could you imagine? Yeah. I think there is a limit in terms of age. What age? You probably have to be under thirty to get off with that. Maybe twenty five now. Do you think? think so yeah. I, yeah I thought I could just try it just to see just to see I, yeah I mean, just be interested in Glasgow it'd be like one of those Ant and Deck or Candid Camera things just how would the people around you react Is there, I mean have you ever snogged Stephen's face off in front of your kids no would not, you not a lot would I no who would it be for no well because you wanted to uh, no no, I, I can't even talk to them. I remember, now what was this about? Oh, of course, my memory. And it was Alex was talking about, oh, yeah, 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 and it's coming back to me. Sorry, this is going to have to be edited. Um, 60, folks. How yeah, oh, God, I know. The children's uh, stepmum and dad were coming down to the house for Christmas. And Linda got very excited and said, oh, I'll take, I'll take down sexy charades. And I thought, Christ, what shit, sexy charades. So I said to Alex, apparently Linda's taking down sexy charades. And she went, mm, you know that way. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even, want, I don't even want to think about my mum, eh, my mum and dad, but uh, dad and Linda, mm, and she actually couldn't deal with it. So then Lisa had to go to Linda and say, don't bother with the sexy charades, it's not happening. So if, she, if they can't deal with sexy charades, I think a snog in front of them wouldn't go down either. No, no. It wouldn't be so good. It wouldn't ha- Would you, would you have a... Um, no, no, no. Do you no, still snog? Really. Uh, um, not as much as we used to. Yeah. When's the last time you had a really good snog? Um, I mean, with Ian. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, I really, well, no, I don't think I've had a really good one for 20, 30, 15 years. years. Right. Because, I mean, the really good snog is when you're just snogging. The thing is, when you've been in a long-term relationship, a snog tends to be a prelude to sex. So it's a bit kind of like, eh, eh, right, and right. No, so how no, many no, years did no, we no, say no, there? No, no. <laughs> I'm just getting to the, the core of it now. 15 years. 
<laughs> I don't think we should talk about sex every week. No, actually. no, no, no. no. Um, is it time for some bingo? <laughs> I was thinking to see bingo wings. Yeah, I'm ready for bingo. We've had enough of sex. We want to play bingo. <laughs> I know, exactly. From one extreme. And now, How To Be 60 presents The Big 60 Bingo. You need to explain oh, what the bingo's sad. about. Right, OK, well, I've got myself a bingo machine here. I've got all organised. I got this from the Amazon. And very... Um, yeah. Can you hear that? Yeah. It's not tacky at all. Well, it costs nine I'm not trying to pretend anything, but it's a proper little bingo machine. So um, it's got all the little balls in there. It has. And we've got a whole list of questions. Um, and I think we'll do... Should we do two each? Um, um, yeah. And these are Are these all surprise. questions that you've made up? What? Are these all questions that you've made up? Um, not all of them. I no. think I put in one of yours. One. Yeah. yeah. One. That was so generous. Well, okay, of okay. You. Do you want to? Do you want to do, do the bingo? Do you Come want ahead. to? Now you told me not to be aggressive with it. Just one ball, please. Oh, ah, oh, here he is. Oh, the there we are. There we are. There we are. Right. Right. What number is it? Hold on a minute. Let's just dig it out. Can you see if you've got your glasses? Sorry, it's, it's quite small. number thirty-eight. Number thirty-eight. <laughs> Which is, do you know where your house keys are right now? Oh, that's quite easy, isn't it? Is it? Oh, presumably they're in your bag. No, where are yours? Oh, mine. Yeah, they're <laughs> in my pannier. They're in my rucksack through there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There we are. Oh, so your memory is still pretty good? Um, short term, no, actually, it's not. My memory isn't good at all. And does that worry you? Yeah, it does, actually. I remember Kate when we um, we worked together, and uh, it was very very early days of us working together. I went for a, a dementia test. Do you remember? And even you were quite alarmed. You thought, God, if there's bad results, have we got kind of care for due diligence or whatever? And I went, and I struggled with the address <laughs> trying to remember, but they sort of just just overlooked it and let me crack on. What did you go because you wanted to, or no? Like, it was part of it. Must have been it was something part of a program or something. Yeah. It was part of the Key Adams programme, Key. <laughs> oh, so you can't remember. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Clearly it should have been you going for the test. Maybe I did that out of pure badness. No, actually, I think you were the only one that was concerned, saying, have you got any qualms about doing this? I mean, what if, what if the results are bad? And were you nervous when you went in? No, I was quite confident. It didn't come out that way. Really? I came out a bit worried that I didn't remember the address. I, I don't think I would go for a, a dementia test. Listen, you can't even remember the item. I think you need to put that, write that down somewhere. Well, no, it's just I tend to blank you out. Right, here we go. We're ready for another one. I'll do it this time. There we go. Oh, here he is, Mr. Ball. This is fun. I always, I never used to like bingo, but I love it now. Um, oh, well, actually, I don't know if we even need to bother about this one because uh, the answer is perfectly evident. The question is, are you an optimist or a pessimist? Yeah. Ball number 23, by the way. Definitely a pessimist. You are? Yeah. Do you not think so? Oh, gosh, no. I, I, I Would you have said you... I'm an optimist? Well, you're embracing 60 and yeah, you're but I mean, 63. Very often the glass is half empty with me. You see, I didn't believe that, but I think I've been told that by Stephen. <laughs> that I'm a pessimist. I think I, I now believe that I must be. But, I mean, I, I feel optimistic about life. But isn't that interesting? That I, I, I think I probably... Oh, God, we better do this. Oh, we better do that. I think I'm trying to cram too much and then I panic a bit not getting through it. So do you feel optimistic about 
the future. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the good thing is that my mum and dad had good genes and they were both in their 90s. So I'm thinking, bar getting knocked over on my bike on the way home today, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely going to be here for, yeah. Really? So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're 90s. a bit like Ian, aren't you? Yeah, I'd like to meet Ian properly one of these days. Yeah, he's a nice yeah. guy. So, so you nice don't guy. worry about, and I know this is getting a bit grim again, um, but you don't worry about illness. I don't. I don't. I know that you do. I know that you're a bit sort of um, yeah. paranoid, is the word. Um, no, I'm I'm absolutely fine. Yeah. I mean, I take care of myself. I eat well, exercise. Um, and do you do that consciously to sort of try and I think I did. And now I just enjoy it. But I am a sucker for going on the scales, which is not healthy. Are you? I, yeah. So you really worry about your weight? I need it to be below a certain weight. Yeah. yeah. And how, have you always been like that? No. I remember when I turned 40, Caroline, who is my personal trainer, used to work oh, with her at the BBC. No, used to work with her at the BBC. And Caroline, she's like, listen, hen, Don't you're 40 start now. playing it down. She said, you'll no lose any weight now. You're over 40. And I was thinking of And I remember us crossing the road at Byers Road in Glasgow and thinking, oh my God, is this it? And so probably from the age of 40, I started doing 10Ks and then I started, I, I used to cycle as well. And I'm, I'm sort of, I gave up the, the running after two years of doing just 10K after 10K, did a half marathon, that was it. And uh, and I'm sort of kind of like, then I went into cycling. Um, I'm doing a wee cycle sort of at the end of next month, which I'm slightly dreading. Um, but yeah, I guess I am aware that I want to keep fit. Yeah. And keep my shape. Yeah. I feel like. well, so it's still about how you look. When I say my shape, I mean like the body fat. Hang on, can you hear this? These are my thighs. They're quite big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's that cellulite there from last week. Still there. <laughs> So, oh. Caroline put the the thing at the um, the message into my nozzle. So yeah, I mean you're you're kind of um, you're very aware of your health, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely am. And I suppose are I you neurotic? I'm... Would you say? No, no, I don't think I'm neurotic. But I mean, my kids are, are still quite young. So I mean, like my youngest. What's that is... to do with anything? Well, it's fifteen. So I, don't, I you know, I I need to be here and not die, <gasps> if I, if I can possibly help it. God, yeah, yes, yeah, because yeah. The, they they might kind of need me. I mean, once they get to a certain age, I think I'll I'll be fine to go. Um, but right. is, is Ian a useless father? Not that we want to get rid of you. No, 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 no. He's he's a very good father, actually. He's an excellent father. Um, but you know, I mean, we're cracking on a bit, and we did have them when we were old. You were older. Yeah, I yeah. Was. You I were was. in your forties then, were you? Uh, I was when I had Bonnie. It's funny. Wow. We met somebody recently who was, you know, she was. I hadn't met before and she said, oh, do you have kids, blah, blah, blah. What is your kids? Um, I said, well, the eldest one is 19. And she went, uh-huh. And I said, then I've got a 15-year-old. And you could absolutely <laughs> see that she, well, I mean, she actually said, you've got a 15-year-old. So you were still having sex at night? Yeah, and, and I felt obliged to sort of make the, oh, no, somebody thinks I'm a granny kind of joke, which actually I really resented because I don't feel like a granny at all. But um, it did strike me this person clearly thinks I am too old to have a 15-year-old, which did bug me a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, oh. do you want another bingo? Another bingo. One more bingo. Yeah, I'm trying to do this too quickly in case it all falls apart. Well, I know. Mm, As the actress said to the bishop. Very tacky. Um, it is it number 17, 
which is, are you planning to downsize? Downsize the house? Well, I I think lots of people, when they get older, that's what they do, <laughs> don't size they? Size the size of my body. <laughs> no, 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 no. that's fine. Oh, the house? No, haven't. No, absolutely. God, we haven't got enough room. Okay, yeah, it's a reasonable size house. It's 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 got three bedrooms in it. But Stephen's got all these fucking guitars. And I know for somebody that's a guitar player, they will think that five is like a drop in the ocean, that guitar, serious guitar players have like 15 plus. They're not electric guitars, are they? Um, he Well, the, I've con- converted the top floor, if you like, the house. And up there, so there must be a couple of electric guitars because there's amps around the place and, and diff- wires and everywhere. What age is he? Oh, he hasn't got a ponytail, can I just say that? Um, <laughs> he is 50, born in 57. He's 56 oh, or something like that. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, He's older than that if he was born in 57. Is he how old is he? Of course he is. He's 65. 60, aye, that's what I meant. 1957. Yeah, he's six. You're not 60, good with numbers, are 60, you? No. No, 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 no accounts, mortgages, pensions, no use. So Bingo, he, no use. Um, Sixty-five so, and electric guitar. I'm no, no, he doesn't have that. to say he doesn't play the electric guitar very often. He's got classical, he's got acoustic, he's got electrics, he's got whiskey. And, and I find them under the bed and then different places. And yeah, there's just not enough room. So to downsize would bring everything in. No. Absolutely not. No, it's just because a lot of people downsize, don't they? They have, they get a smaller house, they get a smaller car, they go on smaller holidays. I don't understand. They don't like to travel so far. They just everything kind of. That's what gives me the heebie-jeebies. That think, shrinking. Okay, I think that's maybe at eighty. Do you think? Oh Christ, not at sixty for God's sakes! You're mad. Oh well, I'm glad to I'm glad to hear you say that then. If I'm anything, really you'd be getting a bigger car, wouldn't you, or a more powerful car? Right, I'd like a nice car. I think you're in denial about being no, sixty. Hang on, actually. I think you're this is behaving. my shot. Oh, you're not very good at it. It's number hang nineteen. On. Nineteen. Go on. Uh, that is, are you visible? Are you visible? Um, do you feel you're visible? Yes, you know what I do, and I mean I know this is a big thing. You know, women over the age of fifty are mm. invisible, or and certainly at 60, my God, you're gone. Um, and I always remember, actually, it was Claudia Winkleman's mum, Eve Pollard. Um, oh, my God, is that her mother? Yeah. Did you not know that? I did not. Eve actually, Pollard. Actually, they look like... It's not Sue Pollard. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's the one that was the, the, the journalist. That's right. Yeah, that's her. <laughs> Who's Sue Pollard? Is she Heidi High? <laughs> yeah. No, it's Eve Pollard I was thinking... Eve Pollard I was uh, thinking about... Oh, God. My um, God, Claudia Winkleman. Yeah, if you look at them, you can see it. Honestly, you know, you get them That's up on the screen funny. that actually look very like... Anyway, so it was years and years ago and she was just gone 50 and I was quite a bit younger and uh, she said about being invisible and you walked in a room now as a woman and you heard white noise. And I remember being really intrigued by that statement. I thought, oh, God. Um, but then... And I, I don't feel that at all. You know, I, I don't feel invisible. Maybe, That's good. Maybe I'm just too arrogant, I don't know. But mm-hmm. what I think it is with her, and I might be, um, you know, given the wrong impression here, but I think there's a lot of women who spend a lot of their life expecting to walk in a room and get a sexual reaction. Do you know what I mean? That, mm-hmm. You know, people will turn around and go, whoa, you know, fancy a bit of that or whatever. Whatever Well, no, no, I, I think, and and therefore when that goes, that feels like a real loss. 
Mm-hmm. Whereas I have never felt that. You've got no expectations of I've feeling got, that. No, no, no. no, no. That's fair I mean, enough. If I yeah. like want to be seen by people, it mm. would be more about. You could just put on your false eyelashes. Again. No, no, it'd be a bit more about what I said. Do you know what I mean? I would want to make people laugh, or I would want to, you know, have a conversation mm. that maybe they remembered or whatever. I, I've never ever expected to walk in a room and feel internal. Right, I'd like to do, you know, to. I've got, I've got to sound like Bernard Manning there, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think women who have felt that they're the ones who then start to feel invisible are disappointed. Are kind yeah. of um... because it's inevitable. I mean, I don't care how good you look at your age when you are not even sixty younger, but certainly when you get to sixty, when you walk in a room, there is nobody turning around saying a fancy a bit of that. It just isn't going to happen. Sixty in the spotlight. Well, that's the bingo. Time for. 60 in the spotlight. What have you been seeing this week that's made you stop and think? Well, I want to talk about Nicolas Cage. Right, so (laughs) Nicolas Cage. Is that quite a severe reaction? (laughs) I wasn't. I was actually, I would say, verging on not nice. Well, he's coming into, he's what, mid-50s, maybe 56, 58, um, getting married for the fifth time to, let's hear it, a 27-year-old. Oh, sorry, I beg your pardon. He got married a year ago. Mm-hmm. She's pregnant. Yeah. They're having, so he's um, he's settled it. He's he's detailed his plans for a fresh start with his fifth wife. Oh, my their God. Child. There's I mean, so much to unpack there, isn't there? What the fuck? <laughs> what is that about? Oh, you just see really? it all the time, don't you? Oh, it's so depressing isn't it I just do you think the bookies are out already and kind of how long are they going to give this well but are we being old and cynical you know I mean and why not why not why not go for a twin well I wonder what she sees in him I'm beginning to sound like um, yeah Mrs Merton yeah exactly you remind me of Mrs Merton actually oh thank you I think you could be the new Mrs Merton Um, as long as it's not Mrs Overall she was a big well there's three things there one um, the age gap, which is what thirty so years. So wrong. Two, having a baby, a new baby in your late fifties. Yes. And three, the fifth wife. Oh my god! Fifth. I mean, mm-hmm. listen, folks, please do get in touch with us. Are you approaching sixty? Um, are you there yet, or are you on the other side of it, like Karen is, looking at it from the horizon, <laughs> waving at it? <laughs> Tell me what I need to know as I learn. How to be 60 because God knows Karen is zero help <laughs> at all on this. And some of the questions we've had, Karen, I would, well, that we've kind of brought up. I'd love to get people's thoughts on them. Yeah. Do get in touch with us. I mean, of having kids older, I think that's interesting because I've had my kids older. We're not even going to Nicolas Cage. You had your kids young. Well, no, 30. Well, I mean, that yeah, to me is relative. young. Yep. Um, and public displays of a, of affection. If you are in the third age, as we call it, are you still comfortable with public displays of affection? The basic question is out there, if you're listening, would you still go crotch to crotch with your partner mm. in public? And do you feel visible? Do you feel visible? We would love to hear from you. Um, and we do have an email, which is podcast at h tb60 so that's 60 htb lowercase uh, dot com podcast at htb60.com 
com. If you're really good, Karen, I might let you read that out one week. But we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) So get in touch. Karen and I will be sitting here quietly crocheting a blanket until we hear from you. How to Be 60 was written and presented by Kay Adams with Karen McKenzie. A new episode drops every Friday, so make sure you follow and subscribe so you don't miss a single one. And while you're there, rate and review. Thank you.